0: Welcome to For the Love of Podcasts, the only podcast for, well, uh, the love of podcast. We talk to podcast lovers, creators, editors, conceptors, believers, and maybe some haters. Why is the podcast here to stay? What's the latest podcast news? And what does the future hold for us? Join us in our love for podcasts. Let's level up your podcast knowledge with your hosts Rebecca and Evo.
1: Welcome. This is episode number one of For the Love of Podcast, a brand new podcast from us, from Rebecca us. and myself, Evo. Yep. And we're going to talk about well, everything podcast. Our
2: love for the podcast medium. Well,
1: everything that you can imagine about podcasting is something we're going to discuss and, and
2: talk about. And everything that we want to tell you, because yes. we're excited about it.
1: Yeah, and we love the medium podcasting, yeah, so that's yeah. why we have the title for the love of podcast. Exactly. And, well, we're here in a very, very cool location, in a very, very cool city, in a very cool country. Because we are in Las Vegas! Las Vegas! Yeah. And it's not just for fun that we're here. Of course, there's a little fun as well, but we're here for a conference.
2: Yep, a very special and important conference. Yep. It's called the Podcast Movement. Yeah. And, uh, well, you've been here before, uh, but then in, on another location.
1: Yeah, because Podcast Movement is held twice a year. Uh, once in the summer, I believe most of the time in August. August, and August, yeah. a very big one. Uh, and this one is always at the beginning of the year. Uh, last couple of years, it was in Los Angeles. And this year, it's the first time it's here in Las Vegas. It's called Podcast Movement Evolutions. And a lot of people working or wanting to work in the podcast world are here, gathered in uh, in Las Vegas, Um, and we're going to talk about podcasting.
2: I think it's a very uh, fitting place for a conference like this, because uh, podcast is evolving, and it's full of life, and color, and vibrance, and energy, and that's what this this city is as well. As you walk into any hotel, resort, or restaurant here, it's full of life, 24 hours a day, and that's also a bit what they want to bring into the podcast world, so I think it's a very good fit. This
1: year. Yeah, and that's also what I'm looking forward to the most. Just the energy and the inspiration from yeah. other people that are working as well in the podcast world. Because our world is the Netherlands. Yeah. that's mainly our it's very area tiny. where we. Exactly, yeah. very tiny. That's the area where we work in. It's a very nice country, and we love to work in that country. But it's also uh, it has some boundaries. Yeah, and being here in another country, overseas, with a lot of other people that are working in the same industry, gives me already energy and some inspiration. Exactly. Are there any particular sessions or topics that you're looking forward to?
2: Well. Um a kind of big trend the last couple of months for us and that's been going on for a longer time in america is um something with video
1: oh yeah yeah which is oh, very interesting yeah. because this Ooh. is an
2: audio uh, conference yeah um but a lot of sessions we've already uh, scrolled through the, uh, the program the program and we made a map whatever every place we want to go to um, a lot of them are about video. And yeah, I'm very excited about
1: that. Exactly, and how video can play a role into the podcasting world. It's yeah. something we do as well, and maybe yeah. that's a nice little bridge to tell a little bit more about what we do, yep. because uh, we don't produce this podcast just for fun. Because we also have our own podcast production company yes. in the Netherlands, where we're a team of seven, and we create podcasts, we produce podcasts, we uh, create concepts, we do well. Actually, everything from A to Z, just from the very, very first concept uh, to the distribution and the marketing and everything and everything in between.
2: Yeah. Um, and it's called Potworks.
1: It's called Potworks. Yes. That's the company. Um, and from that company, we also create two podcasts where we use video very much. Yeah. Uh, and it works.
2: It does. Um, it's both for a kind of similar audience for busy women. Yeah. And uh, so busy
1: women have time. To watch YouTube?
2: Yeah, apparently so. Hmm. I think it's a generation thing as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, because I think I'm in the middle of the <laughs> the audience uh, target group.
1: Yep, you um, are. Not only age-wise.
2: No, on several levels. <laughs> um, and I th- I think we grew up with the, uh, the 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 start of YouTube. Yeah. And I think that's why video is in our. In our core daily business yeah it's in our dna it is in our dna and i think um what they're going to say during the sessions or what they're going to uh, tell us is that it's not one or the other
1: no it's both yeah it's the combination
2: but how can you make it work
1: yeah and i can imagine that uh for some podcasts it's very useful for other podcasts it isn't because from our company we created also a lot of true crime series um where we recorded on locations it it's almost not possible to create a full episode on no. youtube then with no. video you're on not going
2: it. to watch a murder
1: no no
2: i, I, don't, I, think don't, so. I don't think so i think no <laughs> no but um two people talking to each other and one of them is someone you happen to like very much yeah um I can imagine that's a, that's a very nice thing to do.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing stories from other people yeah. that are using video as well because that mostly gives the the inspiration and the energy and the ideas of how we can use it in the Netherlands.
2: Exactly. Are you looking forward to it? Yeah,
1: I'm absolutely looking forward to it. I'm also thrilled because we're in the hotel room right now in yes? Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's the Excalibur hotel. It is um, it's, it's a castle. It's a <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's a little strange hotel, but it's all, <laughs> yeah, it's also it very nice. It has of course a very big casino downstairs. Yeah. Uh, we're on the 8th floor here. Uh a little brown and blue walls. I believe. yeah. Yeah,
2: I think it's, it's very one color, just to ease your mind after watching all the casinos and all and the colors. All the noise. All the, boy, noise.
1: All the noise. So it's,
2: it's kind of a zen area in here. Yeah,
1: but this is not the place where the conference is held. No. The conference is held in the Westgate Hotel, Casino, Resort, etc.
2: Everything. Uh, yeah.
1: So I think let's go to the Westgate and let's enjoy our day at the conference.
2: Really looking forward to it. Let's go.
1: Day one, podcast movement. Woohoo! Rebecca, we just finished the first session here in Las Vegas.
2: Podcast Ad Creatives, how the industry can be more efficient and effective.
1: Okay, give me two two highlights about the session.
2: Highlights of the session, Uh, there were three speakers. Just (laughs) take a step back. There were uh, three speakers, one of them was uh, was the host, the other one was um, a creative, a maker itself, and one was a marketing manager, so the one who creates and makes the ads. Um, What I thought was very interesting was that the marketing manager, he's called Trent, said that they um, measure uh, the effectiveness of their ads in mixed media. So they they offer packages and uh, you can buy a spot in a newsletter, you can buy a spot on social media, you can buy a spot in a video um, linked to a podcast, but also in the podcast itself. So I thought it was very interesting to hear that um, podcast over here is more than just audio. Mm -hmm. They also uh, also said the audio only podcast,
1: which was very interesting. Just just three (laughs) words, podcast, audio only. And I was like, oh, this is mind blowing. Uh, My background is in radio history, is in radio. A lot of audio, Uh, yeah. A lot of audio. Uh, Podcast was only audio for me for a long time. And now they're talking here like podcast in the audio only version but also the video version, also very interesting trend. Because
2: what we're thinking is, podcast is audio, but already at the first session we hear, um, you you must think a lot broader than that. It's not just audio. And the other interesting thing was that uh, Lindsay, the the host of a lot of uh, storytelling in history podcasts, um, he gets a, a list with things from the marketing manager that needs to be said for a specific brand or a product or something like that, Um, but it's just uh, like a guideline. He writes his own text for the ad and I thought it was very interesting because in that way it makes it very authentic and It's not completely scripted? No, and I think that's very interesting because as a listener you have a a connection or a, a bond with the host. And when they say something in their own words, it's, it's very believable, yeah. much more than just a script.
1: Talking about Lindsay, I see him walking over there. Let's see if we can catch him. Let's go. During the session that you had here, uh, it was all about uh, creative ad strategies. Can you tell the listeners what makes an ad the perfect ad?
3: Well, the perfect ad is the ad that works, I suppose. Um, the one that drives sales or achieves the, the objectives of the advertiser. Um, otherwise, the ad wouldn't exist, right? But after that, to do that, to accomplish that, it has to do several things. It has to be listenable. The audience has to hear it and want to hear it and listen through it rather than skip it. And in order to to, to do that, you need to tell a story. You have to be compelling. It has to be content. It can't be an ad. It needs to be content. And that's really hard to do uh, in a compressed 45, 60 second uh, you know, version in which half of it is written for you. Uh, so, the the perfect ad is its own little story, it's a show within a show. And it has goals, whether to teach you about a product or convince you, persuade you somehow, but uh, it's in the storytelling.
1: You already mentioned uh, the length of an ad. Uh, is there, as far as you know, the perfect length or the ideal length for a commercial?
3: Um, Increasingly, the industry is professionalizing and, and selling ads uh, with stricter lengths. So, I get directives from you know, my ad sales at Wondery that they, the client bought a 45. And, um, and in, increasingly, with technology, you know, di- you know, dynamic insertion, it's important that that hits 45. Um, some others, like baked in ads that would still happen, um, or, or premium you know, sponsors, uh, I'm allowed to, to flex. And so, um, but I still have a limit of 75 seconds pretty much. uh, That they'll they'll buy a 60 and I can go up to 75. I like the longer, you know, the more space, honestly, because I can tell a better story. Um, But it depends on what, you know, the advertiser wants. Sometimes it's just, you know, a branding impressions game. And they just need their name repeated over and over for 30 seconds, and I'll do that too. But in, in terms of telling a story, I think 60 to 75 is pretty good. Um, I know a lot of the chat shows, you know, they they kind of want to bleed the the sponsorship really right into content. And that's a different game, you know, and my shows have a definitive ad break. We go away from program, we come back much like television. Um, So yeah, 60 to 75 is good.
1: The last session of uh, The Morning, uh, we split up and you went to...
2: I went to the session called How to tell if podcast stats are bullshit. Tell me everything about it. He is from Lipsin, and he's an expert in podcast stats and the he I'm talking about is Rob Watch. And um, the first half of the session he gave us a lot of numbers and it was very interesting. I must say this is uh, of course for the American market. Um, But he said that 50% of all shows out there on Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify um, are below the 150 downloads per episode.
1: Below 150 downloads per... Yeah, episode. Per episode. Yeah. Wow.
2: And that's 50% of everything. So, he said people might be disappointed with it, but it's a a big number. And then um, it goes up, like 20% of all are 1,200 downloads or below, Uh, 10% are um, 3,500 or below, and the top one is 32,000 or below. Then you're in the top list. And the average of all together is around, well, not around, it's a very specific number, 1,511 downloads per episode
1: that's insightful information that we can also um, uh, convert to our clients and tell them you're in the top 10% or the top whatever percent uh, uh, of podcast makers.
2: It's very interesting and he said um, you always need to be very clear on the numbers because it's bullshit uh, what some people are saying because you can always look it up. So be clear, be frank because it uh, it doesn't help the podcast market if you um, shout it from the rooftop that it's a lot of numbers when it's not because uh, you you all want to work on a better market and a growing market so just be clear because 150 downloads per episode isn't a very bad number at all because it's 50% of all numbers he also said that iOS is much bigger than Android I think we we already knew that we knew that yeah but What struck me the most was that he told me that, uh, well, he told us that downloads on Apple Podcasts are way, way, way bigger than on Spotify. And I think that has to do with Spotify is also there, of course, for audiobooks and music. Uh, But he said Apple Podcasts has around 40 to 70 percent more downloads than Spotify. And um, because of that, there are a lot of myths and missed facts in the podcast world because people just say, oh, Spotify is... Really big. Well, it is, but Apple Podcast is bigger. That's what he, that's what he said. And
1: but just in another, way. In, another in, in, way. in that way, you cannot compare them.
2: No, that's right. And he said, there's also in the list um, you get browsers like uh, Chrome or Safari, and a lot of people ask him, um, what does it have to do with podcast because it's a browser, but that has to do with websites. So streams on websites, and it's also very, very high in the list because a lot of people like to listen through a website.
1: Um, that's not my experience in the Netherlands.
2: No. So I think that's an older audience, I believe. Um, just people maybe uh, getting there through newsletters or something. Oh yeah. Um, and what he also um, mentioned was how the ranking on Apple Podcasts works. I have to read this out loud. Um, the top shows um, are based on new followers in the last couple of days. And that is 24 hours, uh, 36 hours or 72 hours. So it's it's, um, all the people who are subscribing or are new to the podcast. So that's why a lot of new shows are very high on the top show list.
1: Yeah, and also because why a lot of daily shows are also high on that list because they get new listeners every day.
2: Exactly. Um, But then the top episodes are completely different. Top episodes are based on the last week and it's based on consumer behavior. So how many episodes are clicked on and it's not based on followers. So it's completely different. So you don't have to compare each other. And he said it's a big red flag when a show is on the highest list of new shows but not on the highest list of new episodes because he said maybe they have bought some viewers or listeners or whatever. Uh, So you need to be really careful with that and don't believe everything they're saying. That's basically the the lesson he wanted to give us. That
1: was also a bullshit moment.
2: That was a big bullshit moment, yeah. Um, So what I put on my notes was numbers should be legit, don't believe everything they're saying. Um, But this was my session, so I'm very curious to hear what your session was all about. Tell me.
1: Uh, The title of this session was uh, podcast advertising, um, 2022 year in review, and 2023 preview. Um, And it was a session about uh, advertising, about uh, how the advertising growth is evolving in the podcast market. And uh, it's going very well. So that was the big conclusion of all. That's good news, right? Uh, Absolutely. It's going very well. Uh, Also, you hear some stories that uh, podcast advertising is declining at the moment. It's not true. The data tells uh, uh, other stories and better stories. What I find really interesting was which categories are advertising in the podcast industry, and that the pharmaceutical industry is advertising a lot over there. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. They're spending a lot of money. Uh, for example, in the month of January, uh, a company called BetterHelp, they spent $8.7 million on advertising in the podcast industry. And only podcast industry. Only podcast industry. Uh, second place was Amazon, uh, third place was HelloFresh, uh, fourth place, Flutter. So very big companies. Um, uh, with very large amount of money that they're investing on advertising in the podcast industry. Um,
2: Do you, did they also say why, uh, why they spend so much on podcasting? Or is it because they want to be everywhere there are customers, potential
1: customers? Well, I think that if we're going to see their total amount of ad spending that is going to be way, way, way bigger. So podcasting is still relatively small. But for us in the podcast world, it's a lot of money. Yeah. They also talked about which genres had the most uh, brands in 2022. So which genres were the most popular in the podcast world to advertise in. And sports is on number one by far. Uh, so if you have a sports episode and you are willing to do something with advertising, go for it. Because the chances that you can find companies that are interested in advertising is very big. Uh, Other uh, other genres that are also very uh, good are news, comedy, society and culture and business. And last point uh, was also very interesting that the more produced the ad is, so with a complete script and it is absolutely perfect from the first second to the 30th second, um, the less popular and the less successful it is. Um, so the host read spots are more popular and working way much better because of the um, uh, the bonding that you have with the host and the trust that you have in the host. So keep that in mind. Uh, the session was hosted by uh, John Goforth and Cameron Hendricks and afterwards I uh, went to them with the mic and I asked them, okay, there are a lot of small independent podcasters and they have all one question in common and it is, can I make some money with my podcast? Can I earn some money with my podcast? And if yes, if so, what is the ideal moment to start advertising?
0: I would say this, there are, yes, is there a th- if, you're, if you only have 100 listeners a month, you're, you're probably not big enough to monetize, right? Is there a, is there a magic number? You need to be at 10,000, 30,000, 50,000, no. Uh, I, would, I think that you can have a much smaller audience if it's a niche desired audience. I think of a lot of the kind of niche tech shows uh, that, you know, it's just for CTOs. Well, the, they might only have 10,000 downloads a month, but to, to an Oracle or a Dell, those are very valuable ears. And, and so you can, you know, if you're in that boat, you might be able to monetize a little bit earlier. Um, I I don't think there is a magic number I I just think that uh, it depends on kind of where you sit in the ecosystem Uh, but there certainly is I I guess like uh, uh, you you need to have an you need to have a large enough audience that the advertiser that spent money with you would be able to feel the results.
1: Can you say the Bigger the niche, or the smaller the niche, uh, the smaller the numbers are needed to uh, make money with your podcast and to get possible advertisers enthusiastic about your podcast. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess
0: well, going back to like the example of a uh, hundred subscribers a month or a hundred uh, downloads a month, um, like that person or that podcaster may actually have a pretty engaged audience. Um, and you know, advertising isn't the only way to monetize, right? So you can monetize. That's what, there are tons of awesome products out there for you know creating a subscription kind of you know support system. Um, um, and, you know, advertising, I think, does make sense at a certain threshold. And, you know, it might even make sense for that very small audience. Like if the, you know, the if the advertiser is selling, if the check size is big enough for the product they're selling, right, it might actually make sense to, uh, to advertise to them. But for the most part, like you know, the smaller shows, like it may make sense to start with something that's more subscription oriented, like get their listener base engaged. And then Patreon, the, Patreon, the good news is like more of that. Uh, happens and then their audience grows and then eventually it does make sense for mainstream advertisers in the podcast space to like run on their shows.
1: Okay, this was fun.
2: There was a lot of fun. And a lot of energy. We got a lot of energy out of this session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: A session called Shoot YouTube.
2: Yeah, which we thought was very funny. And the guy who came up with it also thought it was very funny. Um, And it's a very contagious energy.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: The name was uh, the the, the setting for the session. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was also a little uh, um, uh, hesitating because I was like, okay, is this another session about video? And we're here for a podcast. Because conference. the host
2: already said it's not podcast movement this year, it's a YouTube movement. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but I think it wasn't at all about yeah. video, it yeah. was uh, mostly about making kids' content.
2: Yeah, we love making kids' content, and it's a subject that's not really there yet in the Netherlands. Um, no,
1: why not actually? Because there are, some, there are some series.
2: There are a lot of kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of kids, a lot of parents that want to uh, entertain their kids. So,
2: mm. Yeah, I'm not sure, but here it's a, it's a very serious medium or very serious uh, part of listeners they're aiming at.
1: And I think it's profitable because otherwise it wouldn't be possible for companies to create kids podcasts. Exactly. and And I think that's one of the arguments in the Netherlands where they say don't start kids podcasts because you cannot earn any money with it.
2: What was very interesting was that the woman uh, Joanna talking she's from Thinker Media and they do a lot Thinkercast, and they do a lot with kids podcasts or kids content um, that they make videos as an extra above the podcast
1: yeah so the podcast the audio only podcast yes. is absolutely leading
2: yeah it's about uh, uh it's about the story but they thought kids can use something to focus on the audio itself uh, because when you're just uh, putting it out on uh, a speaker for example they can get us, um, distracted.
1: distracted too easily. By yeah
2: anything around them so when you put something on the screen they are used to watching something on the screen but you don't want to fill in their imagination so what they are doing is making visuals adding visuals and that can be just as simple as uh, a picture with a few popping bubbles or something turning or something moving and just enough to keep your attention to the screen but not enough to fill in the story for you.
1: No, and in that way as well it, the, the realization part is also uh, a lot better because you don't need to make completely 2D or 3D animations which cost a lot of time and a lot of money, but in this way it's 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 doable.
2: Yeah, and it looks amazing. Yeah, absolutely. We looked it up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really curious and mostly then for Joanna, um, if she can persuade... The people in the netherlands or me or you
4: yeah why
1: to create kids content and especially kids podcasting why should we do it
4: oh what a great question um well you know what i would say is that at tinkercast and wow in the world we really believe it's just about surfacing all of the wows around us so we're making a podcast that's designed for a kid's audience but it's really about sharing it with your kids and experiencing it together and what we find is that adults actually learn As much from our podcast as the kids do and they have as much fun with it and I think I think the most important thing about kids podcasts is they allow all of us to be a little bit childlike you know together and we all kind of need that like you know we don't have to be hyper serious all the time and we really focus on bringing joy and wow to all listeners and that includes parents so I think the benefit of kids podcasts is You can have fun, you can be irreverent, and yet you can be educational and communicate important concepts in a way that's approachable. And can you
2: tell us something about uh, uh, the listeners, listeners and how um, how much of it is getting listened and what's, what are the rates? Yeah.
4: So, I mean, I think what we're seeing is that, one, you have incredible co-listening, because at least in the States, the majority of the listening is happening in the car. I think reports say it's around 95 percent. So the parents are driving, the kids are not, but the parents are hopefully, you know, engaged in what they're doing and and driving in a focused way. So you're listening together. And then I think what we also see is we see incredible listen-through rates, well over 100% for WoW on the World. And the back catalog never expires. It's, It's evergreen, they listen to it on repeat over and over and over again. And we see it in our comments, like when we go on a break, everyone is, you know, up in arms on Apple Podcast comments about where are you and when is my new episode coming.
1: Um, And looking at uh, profitability and earning money, um, looking at WoW in the World, do you aim for the children or do you aim for the... Uh, parents, for the adults?
4: Oh, so from an advertiser perspective, all of our ads are targeted to the adults and they literally have buffers around them. So it says, hey parents or hey grown-ups, this message is for you to really help differentiate between the content and the ad. So from a brand perspective, because we know co-listening is happening to these podcasts, you are talking to an adult-facing audience and the kids actually signal to the parents like oh this is for you mom this is for you dad like they're not they're not talking to me right now they're talking to you we even have an amazing example that a fan sent us of a kid reciting a sponsorship message they heard on tinkercast on wow in the world almost word for word in like the funniest way so they are they're listening to it over and over there's a repetition and for a frequency play for a brand it's just a great buy because you're going to get a lot of engagement on it
1: And what do you think, where are Kids uh, Podcasts uh, evolving in 2023?
4: Um, Well, I just came from an event called Kids Screen, which is like the biggest event for kids television. In Miami? Yes, in Miami. It's a big one. It is, it is. An expensive one. It is, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, And I think what you're seeing is that big legacy entertainment organizations, Nickelodeon, Disney, are getting into podcasts. So I think what you're going to see is that they're identifying this as a, one, an affordable medium to explore in and beta test IP, but also ways to promote their other content and reuse other content that they have. So I think you're gonna see an explosion in kids' podcasts from big legacy brands. Um, but I think what is gonna happen, as we're seeing in all podcasting, is that the wheat is gonna separate from the chaff, there's gonna be a lot of influx, but the really good content is what's gonna to rise to the top. Because if it feels commercial, or if it feels derivative of just, oh, this is something over here that we just put into an audio feed, kids are gonna know, and they're not gonna engage with it, and your downloads will fall.
1: It's all about creativity and being original.
4: Truly, yeah, it is. And I think, like, first and foremost, like, having fun. It's kids' content. Like, have fun. Yeah.
2: We're back at the hotel. Yes, we are. After a full, full and very fun day.
1: Are you tired?
2: Mentally tired, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. also energized. Yeah, also energized. Did you enjoy today? That's the first question. I really did. Yeah, did you? Uh, I did, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. good to be back. Um, onwards to day two of podcast movement evolutions. Looking forward to it.
2: We've already planned out our program. Yep, and we'll tell about all of that yeah. in the next episode. It is. And now we're going to get some sleep,
1: food, sleep, food, rest,
2: and onwards to the next
1: day. Onwards to episode number two see you then we hope you enjoyed this
0: episode of for the love of podcasts be sure to rate review and subscribe so you won't miss any future episodes more information about this podcast or do you have any questions please go to our instagram channel at podworks with a z and send us a dm we'd love to get in touch with you thanks for listening and
1: till next time